the League 33 Fantasy Football Podcast. Brought to you by Tony Buyer Productions. Go to TonyBuyer.com. Welcome into the League 33 Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm three-time Setley Bowl champion and League 33 commissioner, Tony Byer. Thanks for joining us. This was officially the longest week in the NFL and fantasy football history. Busy show this week after being off last week. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving, got some good food, saw family, safely, of course. Uh, We're going into the last week of the regular season. Can you believe it? We'll go through the power rankings heading into the last week of the regular season. Do a quick playoff preview for those lucky enough to be in the top six. But first, let's quickly recap the fantasy scores from week 12. Sludge handled Joe easily, 134 and changed to 80.24. Dan beat Buck by about 7. Dave whooped up on his boy Jeremy, 140-ish, to Jeremy's 63-ish. Dolan had a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, actually weak, losing to Matty Barr by almost a hundo. And the action Wednesday afternoon helped me squeak out a win by about 3 points over Hamas. I know it's been a couple of weeks, so let's talk about the much-anticipated, never-duplicated, sometimes poorly articulated Power Rankings! Number 10. It is Jeremy, a.k.a. JJ, a.k.a. Hooks, a.k.a. The Missile. And he is perfect! I give it a, uh, a 10! A 10! A f***! He has a 10.0 power rating, which means he ranks last in every statistical category that's taken into consideration for the power ratings. Jeremy's a celebrity. I think you do something good to be a celebrity. Not if you do it colorfully. Now, it's been an unimpressive season for JJ, but his ineffectiveness should be commended. I'm sure Jeremy wants to forget about this fantasy football season. I'm sure many of us just want to forget about 2020 altogether. But if you can't win big or win at all, you might as well go out and set the standards for futility. His Packers D got him 16 versus my Bears on, well, that's about it. And why am I still talking about his team? Number 9. It's Dolan, like Hans Gruber falling from Nakatomi Plaza. Dolan is our biggest faller of the week. Hey, yo, I'm I can't get up. He was only able to muster up 53.4 points this past week. It's his second time this year Dolan has failed to score at least 60 points. The last time that happened was week five. His signal caller, Derek Carr, scored negative 2.4 points. Ouch. Now, I can't say much because I made the same mistake starting Derek Carr against Dolan in our other league, so I totally get it. The other league was more kind to Carr, though, getting me only four points in what should have been a plus matchup. Send in the car. Send in the car. His Colts D got run over by Derek Henry, and his Harry Butker only netted him six. Dolan's only bright spot on the week was getting Austin Eckler back, who was the only double-digit scorer on the week. Dolan will take a stroll to Mississippi Street to play me this week. Number 7. Yep, there's a tie for number 7. Joe falls a spot to the bottom of the 7. All 7 and we'll watch them fall. Joe got another good week out of Aaron Rodgers. Mike Evans put up a good week for the man that can't hide that Sparta pride. Devontae Adams didn't have to do much for the Packers against my Bears, and well, that's about it. Number 
Seven. Pair is up a spot, and he tried out a cheat code with Kendall Hinton, a wide receiver eligible player who's playing quarterback, which failed bigly, costing Dan almost three points. But it didn't matter when he took on Buck this past week. His real QB, Tampa Brady, played well in the loss to Kansas City, scoring just shy of 29. Rojo had another good week. Jets Jefferson continues to impress for the Minnesota Vikings. And another good game from Grok. Big and awesome. Number six. That number six. It's me. It all came down to the best game I've seen played on a Wednesday afternoon in a long time. Probably ever. I got a garbage time TD from... Oh, Chuck's notes, uh... Ravens third string Trace McSorley, who I don't know, but he could find Hollywood on a map. And Benny Snell didn't smell too much, getting me a close win over Hambone. And there's good news this week that. I love hearing that. Will be reinstated the last two weeks of the season, which will be a great way for me to waste a dollar when I pick him up to help me continue my tradition of losing. Number. Down a spot, it's Buck, and as a tribute to one of the greatest Little League baseball teams ever assembled in Crystal Lake, Illinois, he renamed his team Dr. Neil's Super Crunch. That was a real sponsor, I don't know. Weird times in the early 90s. Aaron's boy Deshaun Watson has been one of the hottest QBs since they made the wise decision to fire Bill O'Brien. Just imagine if they still had Hopkins, I, I like to do that. Uh, DJ, showing he's a man-child despite the pacifier for a mouth guard, putting up 177 yards. A.J. Green didn't get Buck any points, but the Titans scored 10 points for the man currently in 8th place and more than likely on the outside looking in for the playoffs. More on the playoffs coming in just a little bit. Number 4. And number 4 this week, it is Mr. Matthew Barr. He is our high scorer of the week. Putting up 149.98 points, and he is our biggest riser as well. And this is the first time in three weeks that he has had a power ranking spot all to himself, and he doesn't have to share the bed with anyone. Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Two weeks ago, he shared the number five spot with Dolan, and last week he shared the number four spot with Buck. And if you're sharing a bed with Aaron, it's best to have your own blankets. Uh, Buck's kind of a burrito sleeper, if you will. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomie. And Antonio Gibson going off for the football team. Wayne Gallman. Yes, Wayne Gallman still doing his thing for the Giants who plays a Saquon Barkley. Keenan Allen continues to be one of Herbie's favorite targets. And as long as Fitzmagic is QB down in Miami, Gesicki will be a good option at tight end, a position with few constantly good options. Matty Barr will travel to the north side to take on the Iceman this week. Number three. Remaining at number three, it is Sludge. Derrick Henry, or he's called on Jonathan's team. Jack Marius Tack Theratrix. And that's just about all you have to know about Craig's team. Also, he had Tyreek Hill. The Isaiah T. Billings Clyde. Put up a 48.9 burger on Joe this past week. Jonathan could have sat everyone else on his team. And he still would have beat Joe this week with just those two players. That's just how dominant Sludge was this past week. Sludge McAllister is being kept in that number three spot because the next two are just too hot. Number two. And number two, it is Hamas. He did hold the number one spot last week. Unfortunately, we did not have a podcast to commemorate that, uh, but it was short-lived, his spot on the top. He's back down to number two after narrowly, and I mean narrowly losing to me. 
His boy Kenyon Drake at 21.3. James Robinson, the former Redbird, is looking like a fantasy rookie of the year candidate. Having another great week for Mike. The Giraffe. Glennon's Jaguars. Weird to say that. And Hamas' steel curtain of a defense was all that until it came to some garbage time, but still put up 14 on me. Hamas is second in the standings next to this guy who's in the driver's seat at the top. Number one. For the second time this year, Ice is back in the top spot. Dave is also the regular season champion. So all that sweet acquisition money is going to him at the end of the year. He's running away with the kicker bet, and he's also locked up a first-round buy at the top spot in the league when it comes to playoffs starting next week. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? It's pretty standard and very, very necessary uh, to play that clip of Jen Mora when discussing the postseason. Playoffs? Yes, we're talking playoffs. So let's get out of the way. Who won't be contending for Sally this season? Jeremy Buck and myself and Dolan. Well, I'm almost statistically certain that Dolan won't get in, and we'll get into that in a moment. All are going home after this week to compete in the toilet bowl. Forever unclean! The battle for the number two seed and the other first round by next week will be an interesting one. It'll go to the winner of what is a rematch of last year's Sally Bowl, which features first cousins. You like that? No, not you, Kirk Cousins. Oh. Hammers versus Craig. I should also mention that the numbers have Matty Barr as a 0.1% chance to capture the second seat. But I'm pretty sure in order for that to happen, both Hambone and Sludge would have to score a 0-0 tie, and Matty would have to have a huge scoring day, none of which I see happening. Mr. Barr can't do any worse than the number four spot in the playoffs, with Dan and Joe rounding out the rest of the teams going into the postseason. The two face each other this week for the battle of the fifth spot. Just like Maddie possibly having a chance of a chance at the number two seat, there is a 99.9% chance that Dolan won't make the playoffs. But that means there's a tenth of a percent that he could get the number six seat. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! 2020 is a weird year. We'll see. But don't forget, everyone has a chance at $10 in week 14 with the top kicker. You can find it on the channel. I'll also put it in the chat. All the different bonuses that are happening weeks 14 through 17. So remember, start your studs. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Really appreciate it. From myself, Basil chewing loudly on a rawhide behind me. Bobby, who has been MIA for weeks. I have no idea. Uh, good luck to everyone this week. Wishing everyone the best. Have a good one. And we'll talk to you next week. League 33. Happy trails, Hans.